Welcome to the first Kapow cast of 2016. Seen Frozen? Yeah. Oh, it's so sexy. Fucking hell. Full blown scissoring, like, like Jeff said. I also would like that. <laughs> like, trains. No, oh, yeah. Oh my god, you'd be a model oh, train yeah, guy. Yeah. I'd this, be totally this, into model trains. This basement <laughs> table would just be a model train. Batman kills. Yeah. Oh my god, this he kills the kill. shit out of people. Holy shit. <laughs> a bunch of people. This book's good, but it really is a blowjob. <laughs> when Batman's going, ah, oh, someone slipped me a Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> so are they gonna text when they're here? Or are they just gonna? Uh, are they just gonna hear? Bustin' makes me feel good. And they're kicking the door. <laughs> <laughs> So three? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, need, I need you to do something for me, Jeff. What's that? I need you to chill. <laughs> Six and a half. <laughs> uh, and Jeff's just going to be like uh, sewing the left wing to the left wing. It's just, <laughs> his pen just flies sense. in a circle. Just <laughs> keeps spinning around. Welcome to the special one-year edition of Kapowcast. <laughs> oh shit. We also have the pod father himself, John Brucey. I'm so glad that he saved me for last on guess. And then we have oh, son of a bitch! <laughs> I would really like it if they did Porkins, a Star Wars story. And it was like this out of that. And it was like this off-the-cuff, like kind of comedic. Uh, about the bumbling fool <laughs> who ends up becoming a rebel pilot. They think like Tommy Boy in Spain. <laughs> Welcome to episode 70 of Kapowcast, oh, yeah. our special New Year's edition. Hot Happy dog. New Year! Woo! It's New Year's Day, and I'm we are drunk. here. <laughs> <laughs> we are dead drunk. To ring in the New Year with all of you, and I hope. Uh, you enjoy our little year in review, which we're going to be doing, which I feel like we're, we're technically a week late because some other shows I listen to have already done their year in review, but I was like, <laughs> we couldn't skip Christmas. No. We had to do the year in review, and then next week we'll do... I was about to say, what, are they Jewish? Maybe. <laughs> uh, next well, week, what are we, a Chinese restaurant? <laughs> uh, joining me today is Tony Vance. Hello. Jeff Jefferson. Hello, everyone. And Mikey. Hi. And I am Mike. I was first today. (laughs) He showed up first. Three weeks. I came first. (laughs) I get it. Three weeks in a row where we have all the same people here. Um, So we're going to take a minute. We're going to talk some news, and then we're going to go through, and we're going to talk about the year that was, and boy, what a year (laughs) it was. Um, First things up, uh, first bit of news we have to talk about is sad, sad news. Um, this past week, uh, we lost a nerd pop culture icon. Uh, Carrie Fisher passed away at age 60. Uh, Princess Leia, she had a, a heart attack on a plane. It was 
From what I understand, there was reports coming in from her family that she was in stable condition, and apparently those were put out by the family, but it wasn't necessarily true. It was to throw the empire off. It was, <laughs> it was to give fans a bit of hope. A new hope. A new mm-hmm. hope. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's very touch or go as, to po- as, a, as, as far as like what, you know, how all these like last few days went down. Terrible time of year for that to happen. And to make matters even worse, a day after her, her mom. Rest in peace, Padme. Uh, not Padme. <laughs> Her mom, uh, Debbie, Debbie Reynolds, Reynolds. Oh. also passed away. <laughs> We're keeping this lighthearted. <laughs> <laughs> Laughter um, is the best medicine. And that was just like, to me, that was just, ugh. Halloween Town fell silent that day. <laughs> 2016 just decided oh, yeah. to really go out with a bang. Yep. Charlotte, the, the, Charlotte will not write any more messages in her way. <laughs> wow. That's uh, right. Chin up, chin up. <laughs> Exactly, <laughs> The whole exactly. uh, 2016, a lot of people feel like, was just like the year... Of the dark side. Of celebrity deaths. Like, it was just... Well, to be fair, a lot of those celebrities were really old. Not really. Well, if you think about, 60's like... 60's not old, though. If well, you think about if you lived a rock and roll lifestyle. Well, yeah, yeah. They lived in the era of, you know, burning the candle at both ends. And, you know... It's true. It was just... I mean, David Bowie and... Well, David Bowie had cancer. Prince. Yeah, yeah but... Um, not to mention that the doctors also, in autopsy, said that cocaine had nothing to do with the heart issue. Which one, David Bowie? No, uh, Carrie Fisher. Really? Yeah. They said really? that when you stopped doing cocaine 20 years ago, it doesn't account for... Uh, but there were rumors that she relapsed. R- rumors? Uh-huh. Rumors? Rumors. She had I to lose never, a lot of I didn't weight. hear any of these rumors. She, did. she you lost didn't? a lot no, of weight. I saw it on for, TMZ. Uh, uh, the Force Awakens. But, uh. Remember? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> What's the, what the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> but, anyways. Maybe it was just a dietary. But. Could be. A lot of people think that, like, we're under the impression that, like, you know, you know, this was, like, just the biggest year for celebrity deaths. Like, I think. Uh, what was it? One day, me and Stephanie were sitting there. She actually like Googled it, and there's a lot of articles saying that technically this is not the year where like the most celebrities died. Was there one year where a meteorite hit the yes. Oscars or something? <laughs> it was apparently uh, the reason it seems that way is social. a lot due to like social media yeah. now. Oh yeah, Big people time. feel yeah. closer to celebrities, and they feel more in the loop, so it feels like more died. I. Don't fully agree with that. I. It's just I think for us, our generation in particular, it seems like more because it's m- becoming more and more people that we grew up with. I agree. Um, I think it's a combination of both factors. Like but, Jack Nicholson. He won't die. Wait, is he dead? 2017. Shut up. <laughs> oh, calling it. Adding it to the Deadpool. Uh-huh. <laughs> Captain no, Deadpool. I just, yeah. <laughs> I don't think 2017 is going to be uh, any more, um, you know, it's going to be yeah, better I think it's than gonna light. 16. So, uh, well, we already cleared the slate in 16. We're just going to have to. Oh, no. <laughs> not clear. Death from now yeah, on. There's a tip Life's of the just going to be a giant George R.R. R. Martin <laughs> book I, from now on. I'm not typically one that gets down about celebrity deaths. Like, like I David died Bowie, I was like, oh, that's 16. 
David Bowie, I was like, oh, that's a bummer. You know, yeah. Prince, I was like, that's a that's a huge bummer. You know, I never like feel Harold affected. Ramis. Harold Ramis. Well, I'll I'll get to that. <laughs> uh, but we were actually we were getting in the car. We were gonna go do a little post Christmas shopping, if you will. And we got in the car, and like I, I sit down, and the first thing Stephanie reads, she's like, Carrie Fisher died. And I was like, what? <laughs> she's like, yep. She's like, uh, somebody from work just texted me, said Carrie Fisher died. And I, I like hop on my phone, and I look, I'm like, there it is. I'm like, shit. <laughs> and like, I was just like dead silent on the entire drive <laughs> because it was like, this was like one of the, one of the like pop culture icons like I grew up with. Mm-hmm. Like Princess Leia, like that's. Substantial and like I literally probably didn't feel like that down about a celebrity death probably since Harold Ramis, where it's just like I didn't I don't cry, I didn't cry or anything, but you kind of feel like the wind punched out of your sails a little bit. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, man, what a bummer! Like, and you know, I don't even you know you don't even know why because you don't technically know the person. It's not like, but I think just because you know they were intricate if they were intricate part of you growing up, whether they were playing a character or whatever, it's like oh fuck. You know, what in the name of McGillicuddy was that? Uh, Alan Thick died. (laughs) 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 That wasn't a joke. Still got it. <laughs> Making us laugh from beyond the grave. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I'm so glad I could turn that into a laugh. Yeah, that was a, that was a great zinger. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, what was that though? La- laughter truly is the best. Uh, it was a whole bunch of. Hungry Howie's garbage. <laughs> from, what are you guys, it's, Ninja Turtles? It's, prob- <laughs> it's probably just like a, like the universe saying, you know what, guys, clean the fucking basement. <laughs> yeah, uh, fine, Alan. Fine, the- we'll clean the damn basement. Do a video. Uh, but yeah. bam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez, Louise. What were um, the only- oh yeah, <laughs> the last time I could really feel a celebrity death like really hitting me in the testicles. Was probably Leslie Nielsen. That was uh, what twenty thirteen. <laughs> and see, I, I think that like you can always sit there. Like when a celebrity dies, you see people make a big fuss about it. You're like, why are people? Why? 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 Why the fuck are you making a big fuss? It's a celebrity. But there's still like those few key people. I think that if and when they go, like it's gonna be like a punch in the gut a little bit. Like you're mm-hmm. just be like ah, like uh, you know, I, I we were driving and we were talking and I was like, God, I was like, you know, one day, you know. Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill too, and it's like shit. Yeah, jeez, it's gonna yeah. really suck for um, oh my Carrie Fisher's God. daughter too because she's gonna watch the premiere with her mom in it. Yeah, and she has a big and uh, it's. I mean, I understand she's gonna. She has a larger part in episode eight. Uh huh. Billy Lord, I like her a lot. She's very good. No, uh, Carrie Fisher. Oh, Carrie Fisher. Yeah. Really? Yep. Um, she, her daughter's supposed to as well. So I don't know what that holds for episode nine. A lot of uh, CG, yeah. and then like yeah, uh, her, holograms. It's gonna be like in um, Fast and Furious, where like 
It's the, the mil- <laughs> Millennium Falcon will uh, pull up, and uh, her Rebel frigate will pull up, and they'll look at each other from the window, and then they'll go in two I different pants. I've seen an internet meme of that. Yeah, I posted it. <laughs> <Did you? laughs> um, yeah, that was up within like three hours of Carrie Fisher's death, too. Like, well, like, I was thinking, a, I was thinking about it. I was like, well, I was like, I guess technically she doesn't need to be in Episode Nine. And I was like, wait a minute, no fuck. I was like, Kylo Ren's her son. I was like, shit. Yeah. Why don't, like, they, why don't they make her into like a cyborg Sith too? Like. Just put her in a helmet, and you'll be good to go. <laughs> well, they, they've been doing this uh, for quite a while now, like 10 years of, you know, digital uh It's only gotten, movies. I mean, gotten better. If you look back yeah. at, like, Jeff Bridges or Patrick Stewart. Um, for and then Superman Returns, they did uh, uh, his father, uh, Jarrell. Jarrell uh, what's his real, the real actor? Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando, yeah. Gosh, movie uh, characters and stuff that never comes to me when we're actually on the podcast where I can just talk my head off. When, but um, yeah, they did that. They even got a voice actor to come in and uh, just copy his voice for some lines uh, and digitally did some of the stuff because it was on crystals and his appearance <laughs> and stuff. So it looked all weird. And, um, do you, you know, um, been doing this, and now they have a freaking the actor who played uh, uh, Grandpa Tarkin in uh, Rogue One. You know, pushing on with cushion. <laughs> Peter, he the famous vampire slayer. Um, that a lot of people think like now you're the movies are entering like a rear a really weird like moral gray area with this whole like yeah. rendering of like people that are dead. CGI Especially people that have been long dead. I don't see a right. moral issue with it. I mean, I mean, what, his family signed off on it. What's the difference between recreating a dead person in CGI and having an actor play a dead person? I mean, is it a moral gray area to portray Abraham Lincoln? Well, it's for people. It's it's a thing of like, well, that's that. You know, when they signed the contract, they didn't sign on for stuff for their likeness to be used later after their. Well, maybe uh, you know, they would they would they still be okay with it if who cares they're dead? <laughs> <laughs> I can't yeah. have a fucking serious conversation <laughs> with any of you people. That's um, what that was well. I mean, what are, what does it matter? When I'm dead, you can use my likeness if you want. I don't care. I'll I be think dead. it's more the factor of like any publicity his, his, is good his publicity. family. Like it's it's rather disturbing to see your dead grandfather. Walking and talking on screen when he's been dead for like you know what, what ten years. Which Maybe. I mean, thankfully the, the family was okay with it. Right, they signed off on it. But it, I mean, I don't think that a studio would go through and do it without a person's consent. And, and is this going to be something that's now going to be like stipulated in contracts? Like, I bet if they, you die, we can res- resurrect you using CGI. That would be nice. I wish I could be resurrected using CGI, so I could look all creepy and like. Kind of like a real person, but not quite. I would just resurrect you as like the 1960s version of the wizard from the Wizard of Oz. (laughs) (laughs) Or 40s. I can't remember when that was released. All right. Um, Can you make me good off? I'm going to fucking chime in on this. Okay. Let's do. So I I, I spend a lot of time on social media. It's a problem. It's uh, kind of, you know, on the level of heroin. (laughs) Um, And... People, like you were saying, people are just, like, sitting there like, oh, why are you so butthurt on, <laughs> on you know, all these celebrities dying? You didn't know them. Uh, for me, this is weird because it, it's following the plot of the cable guy, but I assure you that it's not that case. <laughs> uh, 
My mom was a hardworking, essentially single mother and could not afford a babysitter, so my babysitter was VHS tapes. Mm-hmm. Um, so growing up, <clears throat> Michael Keaton, um, Carrie Fisher, Harrison Ford, all those people were, were basically my babysitters. In a sense of the matter, uh, then when I got a little bit older, and this is the first time I've ever told anybody this, Ooh. but I had a huge crush on Carrie Fisher. Hell yeah. Huge <laughs> crush on Carrie Fisher. She was like my first, I think, celebrity crush, which is weird because I just found out that was Kevin Smith's like big celebrity crush too when he was younger. You're going to have to fight him now. I know. <laughs> I think I could take him. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so when when... It hurt, even though my opinion of Star Wars has changed a little bit. Uh, it was a pretty epic feeling. Like, I, 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 I didn't cry, like you said, Mike, but <clears throat> I, I felt empty, and all I could hear in my head was the Star Wars theme repeating, like, <laughs> for 24 hours straight. So even though, like, I didn't, didn't know the said person, like, their, their work, them as a person, their interviews, everything touched me on a on a personal level. And that's what a lot of these people aren't catching on to. And they want to go on there and be dicks about it. And to them, I say, fuck you. (laughs) Uh, One day, something that you love, that's not severely personal, you'll lose and you'll feel the exact same way. And then only then you will understand (laughs) the power of the dark side. (laughs) But Um, yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. It's kind of weird when someone you had a crush on or some kind of, you know, uh, Personal um, attachment. Ter- per- yeah, or a sexual thing. With <laughs> okay. Passes away. You touched um, yourself to their you know, when, uh, <laughs> I When Brittany Murphy passed away. Oh, I know. I was, that actually, yeah, that hit me really hard. One more bit of news before we. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> before we, we go breathe, on. Breathe. Before we go on is a. Uh, they're doing a, Sony's doing an animated Spider-Man movie. I don't know if you guys heard. I actually, I, well, I heard, and then I didn't hear, and then now I just heard again. <laughs> I heard? <laughs> then I didn't hear. Then I heard again, then I didn't hear. Then now I'm was, hearing again. Then there was a clicking noise in my one ear. And <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's a uh, casting call out for a character named Terrence. The studio is looking for a male between 13 to 15 who was described as a young African-American Puerto Rican teen from Brooklyn. Come on, that's two on the dot. (laughs) Like, that's two on the dot. He's new to the suburban school and now feeling out of place. Jesus, fuck. Overwhelmed, (laughs) pressured with the new responsibilities and and dealing with pooperty. (laughs) Pooperty. (laughs) While trying to fit in. Uh, does his best to stay out of trouble. Along the way, is developing his identity. He's losing old friends, but now making a new one in Pete. Uh, and the article goes on to say, before you go assuming that Pete is Peter Parker, a description for that character aged between 13 to 16 points that uh, it's not being the case. Instead, he's going to be a young, slightly geeky Asian-American teen. So... So, I don't know who that could be. <laughs> Amadeus Cho? Could be. That's um, so oh, it looks like people the are... New Hulk? Yeah. <laughs> it looks like people are, are finally getting their, uh, their, their Miles Morales Spider-Man movie. Um, see, when I heard about this, about the animated movie, that was back before the Civil War deal, and 
then uh, now we have Homecoming, where I thought Fox and Marvel were going to do an animated. Sony. Or, yeah. Uh, Sony and Marvel were going to do an animated Spider-Man movie. So what is this? It is. It is it's an animated movie. It's It's Sony. Huh. Where does the wait? What are you confused about? Well, like no, I'm not really. Con- I'm not really confused. As it is, just like I feel like the general populace is going to get confused. Oh uh, yeah, it is going to be confused. Well, I think part of them doing it animated is it big release theater? Yeah. Huh. I is, think part is of them CG animation. Or? I'm guessing so. It's a uh, huh. Sony animation, um, and I think that's yeah. I think it, that was part of the thing with them doing it with Marvel. It's like, okay, them and Marvel will team up for this, but then Sony will just do... Their own Spider-Man. Their own Spider-Man, which will, will probably be... <laughs> they, I don't know. I mean, I, they have a better chance of not screwing things up with Miles Morris. Miles Morales? Yeah. Miles yeah. Morales. Um, I, have you guys ever read any of Miles Morales' stuff? No. no, no I, I never think read I read any like Ultimates a, a couple Spider-Man. issues. Mikey? No, I've only watched the cartoon and... He was, in a, he was like in the cartoon. He wasn't even called uh, Spider-Man. He was called like a Arachnid or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like that better. Arachnid. But it's funny you mentioned that show because in that show, uh, Amadeus Cho is actually uh, <laughs> Amadeus Cho is actually Iron Spider. Really? He wears the Iron Spider suit really? in uh, Ultimate Spider-Man. What? Yeah. Weird. Along with Flash Thompson being Venom and Agent Venom. Agent Venom. Yeah. yeah. Wait. Whoa. Flash Thompson is Agent Venom in the Ultimate. Well, he's that. Nah. Well, he is in the, in the comic books, but in the Ultimate Spider-Man, he's yes, he's also Agent Venom. Well, yeah, but that's not the Ultimate Universe that he's. No, no, no. it's just the, the well. There is the no animation. Ultimate Universe anymore. Yeah, that's true. They did cancel that. Well, out I mean, also in the Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon, uh, Harry Osborn was Venom. So. Boy, it sounds like they're just like uh, taking oh. the Sony approach to continuity when <laughs> it comes to uh, doing whatever the fuck yeah. they want. Yeah, yeah, really. It wasn't but a terrible show. No, no, I thought I, they I got tried. around to a lot of stuff. They, 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 there was a lot of creativity. I think they did do the whole Spider Verse thing. Yeah, yeah, they did. They got everything going. I uh, tried watching a couple episodes. I didn't really like it. It's definitely more aimed towards kids. You can yeah. than like uh, you know your Young Justice or really any of the DC. Animation uh, things. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely has more of a Teen Titans vibe to it. Which Teen Titans? The uh, the original cartoon. Uh huh. Without, but the teen the original Teen Titans cartoon had a somewhat of a serious yeah, underlay s- to it. It had sweeping arcs, and uh, I never really watched that much, but I would catch like I've seen like five or six episodes. The uh, Ultimate Spider-Man show, like that's um, it's real goofy. Yeah. Yeah, really spastic and, like, cutaway jokes and, like, stuff like that that I don't really enjoy. Uh, yeah, it's not for our audience, you know, it's not for us. But, uh, you know, it's like a Saturday morning cartoon, okay? So give it that much. Yeah. Um, you know, so fuck you. Will <laughs> uh, you guys have any interest in seeing uh, Miles Morales' animated movie, or would you rather see him in, like, the regular... MCU universe now. I'd rather just they didn't replace iconic characters with new identities in general. <laughs> yeah, just for like they did that with the whatever. Hulk. They did it with Thor. I mean, I really don't. And it's not a it's not a race or gender thing. Oh, for... it is for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I just um, 
I mean, I just, yeah, I, never, I think it never really sticks. They tried it with Captain America like four or five times. It's never stuck. Well, Sam is still Captain America, though, isn't he? Yeah, for now. I mean, give it a, another year and see if... Uh, oh, I mean, Captain America's back to being Captain America, So there's too. two Captain Americas. Yeah, there you go. That's, I don't like his new suit, by the way. I, actually I don't do like a, his suit, and I don't like his shield. I like his suit and his shield. You're stupid. You're fired. <laughs> Why is everybody yelling at me? I'm leaving. You're the disappointment child today. <laughs> Story of my life. But yeah, um, I don't know. I just feel that uh, it tends to be forced, although I hear that... At least the internet has a really big uh, love for uh, Miles Morales, so maybe there's, I don't know, I never gave it a chance. I'd watch the movie, but I don't have any hopes for it one way or another. Maybe it'd get you into the character a little bit. Maybe. Maybe I'll have to watch it and be like, wow, what have I been missing? This character's so much better than Peter Parker. I, have, I am very partial to Peter. I mean, well, um, that's, that's our Spider-Man. That's, yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think there's a nostalgia factor. I'm more of a Ben Riley fan. I'm Ooh, kind yeah. of Ben Riley. <laughs> I'm kind but of I like Ben Riley as Scarlet Spider. Did you yeah. hear the new the twist at the whole uh, clone conspiracy thing? <laughs> yeah, you told me. Ben fucking Riley. How the hell is the jackal? Yeah, how the hell does that work? He Speaking came of- back. <laughs> <laughs> He's back from the dead again. Yeah, this, I, I don't. He, he was. He sound like a 1970s over over <laughs> He's God. back from was, the dead look, again. I was so into the original clone saga back in the nineties. You're the was, only one, right? Yeah, I was. I was the, I was I the only it. kid. I enjoyed really? it. Really? Yes. I liked. I liked Ben Riley. I liked the Scarlet Spider. I loved yeah. his costume. I, I did like the. That's costumes. when they were really. I felt like they were expanding the whole Spider-Man. Uh, the Spider Verse. Yeah. yeah, the Spider Verse. And um, I liked Kane I loved, a lot too. Kane was yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, I know. To me, he was like the new Venom in town. I just. <laughs> I just loved the whole thing. He, the, his powers were super um, spider, spider powers. Yeah. <laughs> like the mark of Cain, his, uh, instead of sticking the walls, he had, instead of having sticky hands, he would put his hand on your face and just like scar your face and give you this mark of Cain thing. <laughs> and uh, it, he it killed Dr. 90s. Octopus originally. Yeah. And uh, his spider sense was actually, he could see into the future uh, a bit and see like really dangerous things and he kept seeing uh mary jane's death and stuff and it was really it was an interesting idea yeah it was really cool and uh the scarlet spider was uh uh, ben riley he was spider-man's buddy at the time and then uh then when they brought back uh norman osborne as the green goblin who masterminded the whole clone saga thing (laughs) he killed ben riley and it was so sad crushing and now that you know, twenty years later, he's back. He's back as the villain. Uh, you know, more and didn't like, um, he made some sort of offer to Peter Parker, telling him that he could bring Uncle Ben back? Yeah, yeah, they yeah. want to bring Uncle Ben back. They Give me a to, fucking break. He wants to clone everybody. <laughs> he said, "Let's clone all, all of our, everyone we've lost. We can clone <laughs> Gwen Stacy." He said, "We can make a clone of everyone we want." You know, and just I mean, well, that's, hey, a, let's, that's a, let's bring back Uncle Ben as a clone. That's and, a pretty fantastic. Uh, Proposal? Kind of proposal. <laughs> Especially knowing Peter Parker and how attached he is to like yeah, all of his past loved ones. Anything go. He can't. No. That's I, but that's, that's no. a great thing about Spider Man. Yeah, I don't yeah, his freaking Is he always lives with that regret. It never goes away and he remembers that I mean it's like it's the saying all over again, with great power comes great responsibility. So yeah. if he, he just if he were to sit there and forget about the Uncle Ben scenario and forget about the Gwen Stacy scenario, would he be the Spider-Man that we well, all know? He doesn't and love? need to forget it, but he can learn to live with it. Like he should go see a therapist or something. 
How do you tell? How do you tell the therapist you're Spider Man? Doctor Patient Confidentiality. <laughs> I, don't, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. Have I you don't watched know. The Sopranos? <laughs> I don't know. Or you could do the old uh, Spider Man too. I have this friend. Yeah. Oh, his, God. his name is Peter Plorker. So Peter you're Spider Man. <laughs> in your, so you're Spider Ham. In your dream. Um, <laughs> would you, uh, should they do ever do like a clone saga with movie? a bunch of different Uncle Ben's? Yes. <laughs> just, it's just an hour and a half of him fighting Uncle Ben clones. I am, yeah, it could oh be. My God. I'm the Scarlet Uncle Ben. It would look like the <laughs> scene out of the Matrix were reloaded <laughs> when Neo was fighting all the really oh, bad yeah. Peter! Peter! <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Peter! Take my hand. <laughs> no, it's clammy. <laughs> Take it. Take it. <laughs> All right. So. And on that note. On that note. <laughs> I guess we can start the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I guess we can start talking about the shit year that was 2016. <laughs> yeah. Um, this was a huge year for everybody. Comics, movies. Me. I mean, comics, we got Civil War II from Marvel. Uh, was that any good? Uh, Nobody's read it. The the Tony Stark is currently in basically in a coma. Oh, uh, no. Captain Marvel, she punched the armor off of him. I thought hey. he was dead. Uh, no, he's is in a, yeah, he's in a, a coma okay. coma state. Okay, so he's, gonna, he's actually going to pull his own plug. Yeah, <laughs> um, and we also saw the relaunch of a new DC universe. I believe it was this year, Rebirth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a which year. is supposed to be good. Um, which is I'm hearing great things, and I'm excited because the trades are coming out. So. I can finally read and see what all the hubbub's about. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, all the movies. So many fucking movies. <laughs> right. And most of them were good, too. Most of them. <laughs> good year and for movies. Even the bad ones weren't that bad. They were just disappointing. Uh, they were. Like oh. a child. <laughs> Same thing was said about Green Lantern. It, just, it wasn't bad, it was just disappointing. Yeah. I never saw it. it upon further <laughs> repeated views, it actually is just bad. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> um, which that's a great jumping off point because one of the first big comic book movies that we had this year was Deadpool. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The movie that shocked everyone. Blew shit apart. Was the highest uh, R-rated, grossing R-rated movie. Was the highest uh, movie for that weekend, for President's Day, for February. For Valentine's Day. And it was <laughs> yeah. all thanks to the fans. Yeah, It was. It was thanks and to the fans. Ryan Reynolds. The marketing. Yeah, Fox never wanted to make this movie. They said it wasn't going to do well because Fox has always been full of idiots. <laughs> <laughs> They've canceled every good thing. Bunch of four-year-olds They've sitting ever... around a fucking table shitting themselves over new ideas. Wait, I thought that was uh, our podcast. Oh, what? Uh, I thought it was Baby Geniuses. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what we should have called our podcast. So, yeah. <laughs> what uh, Deadpool proved is that a studio can remain faithful to source material, and it can work. As long as there's somebody there to stand up to the bullies of the studio. Mm-hmm. And it, I, I think we, it should be at a point now where people shouldn't have to stand out. They should look at it and be like, oh... Some of this stuff is actually good, and people will see it if we yeah. make it correctly. Yeah. yeah. Look at all this money that Deadpool made. Yeah. Yeah. It surpassed every expectation, I think. Every X-Men movie. 
Yeah, it was the yeah. highest grossing <laughs> X Men movie yeah. for God's with sake. A much, which a, with a smaller budget than uh, mm-hmm. much smaller, much smaller. It was because uh, they only used two X Men. That's right. <laughs> yeah, it kind of broke the mold too for superhero movies. It wasn't this huge sprawling epic. And it also broke walls. <laughs> it uh, well, only for one, the only the fourth. <laughs> well, I think they broke like sixteen walls at one point. It uh. <laughs> It wasn't a long movie. It was only like an hour and a half. Which is fine. You can wrap up a movie quite nicely in an hour and a half. Deadpool also made me realize that I was diabetic. That was, <laughs> that was the movie that made me realize I was diabetic. When you can't sit through an hour and a half movie without peeing eight times, you probably should be worried, kids. Mikey. Mikey. <laughs> You probably well, should be like worried. This since I was a kid, I've been peeing all over the place. <laughs> but Deadpool, yeah, I love. I've watched it numerous times on Blu-ray. Still laugh every time. <laughs> yeah, the movie hasn't gotten old. I've seen it a bunch of times too. I can't wait for the sequel. I'm oh, hoping they yeah. don't. Uh, I hope some trepidation. Yeah, I mean, losing the director is a little eh. But <laughs> it's normally a big blow. Normally, they also lost the uh, the uh, music. The, uh, the, I, what, what, what do we call that guy? The composer. 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 Yeah. The, uh, I don't even remember the music in it. Really. Yeah, I, I don't think that's going to be I as liked, much of a blow because, like, I personally, I, I also can't remember the music. In I it. heard that uh, John uh, Williams. <laughs> that would be fantastic. And Danny Elfman and the guy who did the uh, theme song to RoboCop are uh, working on a collaborative uh, Wasn't score that- for it. Robocop, wasn't that Alan, what's his face? Thick. <laughs> well, he ain't going to be part of it. <laughs> I, heard, uh, I heard also Hans Zimmer will have a hand in that, too. Yes, <laughs> all of them together. Yeah, he's going to just have one single note on top of Danny Elfman's <laughs> score. Yeah, they're going to have a bigger budget, so it'll turn out nice. Hopefully. Um, I hope it's not a huge budget. I'm hoping it's seven. No, I think they're going to keep it still relatively in the same. Because if they could keep it in the same ballpark and still make, yeah, that like fucking, they might as well just be printing money at that point. Yeah, it's what uh, they're trying to do is keep it that low budget thing. They don't want to overstylize it or yeah. I mean, it wasn't even like I mean, Um, it's low budget by big budget standards. They just want to be able to have certain X Men in there, you know, like they had Colossus, but Negasonic Teenage Warhead was. Awesome. A character at the yeah, she turned out to be great, thankfully. But she was at the bottom of the list of characters that you know wouldn't you would have never seen in a movie. Well, yeah, but that's just because they kept on throwing like little bit cameos in the other X movie. Right. Right. They would wasted characters. Wasted. Uh, Jubilee still wasted. Didn't use her powers in the fucking movie. Right. I wanted to see fireworks. <laughs> and not Katy Perry. <laughs> I love Katy Perry. Oh man. <laughs> I mean, we haven't even. You know what I was gonna say is, uh, I don't want I don't want them to have a big budget because the film not only did it kind of stay true to the uh, to the source material, but it also still felt like the source material. Yes. I think if you give it a big blockbuster kind of uh, thing and they use they use that all that money to make the film, it would lose its luster of Deadpool. I agree. Uh, I think thematically in every way, shape, and form conceivable, it definitely was in the uh, spirit of the source material. Unless 
Right. They use it in a Michael Bay sense. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I think that would work in a Deadpool <laughs> like, movie. Like, so over the top. Yeah, just yeah. fucking crazy over the top explosions. Like, he's walking away from a building. It's like an explosion inside of an explosion inside of an explosion. Yeah. Him I, carrying a bazooka. And it's just like, okay, that's that. Uh, yeah, that's to, dead. That, uh, yeah. To the point of self parody, I yeah, agree. Yeah, yeah, that's, exactly. That would be Deadpool to a T. I agree. <laughs> yeah, Deadpool's not uh, in any way, shape, or form going to be, you know, a very big budget. It should never be a big budget movie uh, series at all, but uh, they do need to have some money there for some special effects for and some things and actors, some names. And I honestly don't want a lot of X Men. No, I don't either. Like, I'd be happy with just a huge Ackman. Um, you could throw in a cameo from Patrick Stewart or the. That's um, what I mean. It's just a few cameos here and there, um, like an opening title sequence of. Deadpool running around the mansion, just giving people wedgies and playing practical games. Oh, yeah, exactly. Just something like that to give everyone a huge laugh. Nothing too important. Uh, uh. All, 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 all to the music of Odana. Um, since you said you had nine, I just went through and I just did my top nine <laughs> list for it. Uh, so after, after Deadpool, we kind of got a frustrating thing happen. Uh, Batman v Superman came out. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, this was. That's like trying to you know you, you hook up with the hot girl in high school and you think that oh, the sex is gonna be amazing. It's yeah, just it turns out it's a dude. Just, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, that was a little more extreme than I was going. I'm just going by the example that I uh, have been through. It just feels like you're rolling around with a sea monster. <laughs> this movie, um, it had a hard time uh, being watched. Yeah. It, Got really poor reviews out the gate. It was crucified. It was, it was, some would say almost unjustly, like a a little extreme. Well, it is before the Justice League came out. Uh, (laughs) when, uh, keep going. I I lost my thought. (laughs) (laughs) I do agree that the uh, critics like, you know, harpooned this movie to bejeebus and back. I think that it didn't deserve the bad ratings that it got, like, compared to other movies that got much higher ratings that I felt were worse. I think that this isn't the worst comic book movie of all time. I think it's one of the biggest... Uh, what downs? Disappointment. Yeah, it was a big disappointment, but I think it wasn't as big. I think that, like, it's like bad pizza. I mean, like, you know, it can what? be... You can, there's no such thing as bad pizza. You can just be disappointed. Okay, okay. <laughs> it was like, it was, are you, do you think it was like a, like a hot and ready? Yes, it was a a fresh hot and ready. When you were expecting, like, a really nice deep dish from a gourmet restaurant. It was a fresh hot and ready. Not the worst kind. Really good hot and ready's. Well, that's just it. Like, a fresh hot and ready isn't too bad, but if you get, like, one of the fucking... (laughs) If you get one of the fucking old ones that's been sitting in, like, the warmer for, like... I get pissed. 30 minutes, and you get home... That's Green Lantern. By the time you get home, it's like a card piece of cardboard, and you're like, this is not satisfying. I know both of you gentlemen right here have uh, commended me on my ability to bring in, like, the best hot and ready... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you you always would get this, like, supremo hot and ready. The best hot and ready came in. I was magic... Uh, it's good to know that you discovered your superpower. So <laughs> I, I really want a hot and ready. <laughs> no, please, guys. This movie um, really well. Um, <laughs> Zack Snyder. Uh, God bless him. Yeah, God bless him for what? all the work he's given us in a decade of 
you know, zombies and naked men with the CG <laughs> wieners flopping around. Wait, which? Oh, yeah. Watchmen. 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 Big blue yeah. CG wieners. Oh, man, I'll never forget the parents <laughs> complaining to the management that brought their, my 12-year-old daughter, I came to take my 12-year-old daughter. Well, and would, it's an R-rated movie, you yeah. dumb fuck. <laughs> There's, like, attempted rape and shit in it. It and was it's, true. Yeah. It's but, like, um, you don't know what you're walking into, but... um. Yeah, with uh, BVS, it was, uh, B, you know, BS. <laughs> uh, what, what sucks is... Uh, I think that was actually on the back of the, the Blu-ray case. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Number one, I think they shouldn't have done the uh, extended version of, on the Blu-ray to get you to buy the Blu-ray. That, that You know, that was a marketing strategy because, you know, they do that now with uh, no. digital downloads and stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, the movie should have come out the way it was made. It should have been, you know, the, whatever, three hours or something. I don't mind just to get a, a better movie because a lot was missing that we and didn't see. it felt see like that. a lot and, was missing. Yeah. yeah. It really and jumped around. And the for more, a- the, Yeah, the more I watched it uh, on at, <laughs> at home alone by myself... Uh, you know the extended, <laughs> the more I like it. Uh, you know, as things just make more sense, and um, things are always better when your pants are off. It's true. Yeah, except uh, for I've never, shoveling snow. Uh, beat a video game without my pants. Um, it was, it was one of those movies. After after I saw it, I just kind of felt empty after. I was like, just, I was like, I wanted to like it, but like, I, like meaningless sex. <laughs> I, can we have like one <laughs> non-sexual metaphor? Non-sexual metaphor. I just felt like I was like I really wanted to enjoy the movie, but I just felt like like you said, like yeah. something was missing. And come to find out, there was like forty minutes oh, missing. Man, like every scene transition. Uh, it jumped. Around, it had such an awkward pace too. Like that yeah. was something. And when we did our review, I commented mm-hmm. on you know a lot is that the pacing of it, the editing, was just jarring. And that's, I think, what was most harmful yeah, mm-hmm. to the movie was just pacing and editing. And bad, the choice bad, of a- bad. And the choice of actors. Jesse uh, Eisenberg is Lex Luthor. I think when you say actors, you just mean actor. Yeah. It's really, Mainly Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. Really, I think, I think Je- oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, wait. No, no. I was just going to say, I think for the most part, and still, DC has been, Warner Brothers DC have been nailing most of their casting. For the most part. For the most part, has been pretty good. The Jesse Eisenberg thing, uh, I was a wait and see person, um, not a total fan of of it. I really hate their interpretation of the character. Like they've kind of fucked up two of their biggest villains, and we'll get to that second yeah. one <laughs> later on. But um, in the end, when he has the snot coming from his nose and his yeah, face, I really don't get the why bars. they like this weird like yeah. It was so like it was like a like a Jim Carrey Riddler esque performance. Well, I mean, it's not what you think well, of with I mean, Lex Luthor. Uh, no, it seems yeah. like he's on the spectrum. Hold on, or something. hold on, hold on. Jim Carrey was only drawing inspiration from the nineteen sixties Batman. Yeah, but Mr. I mean, Luthor doesn't have any excuse. Well, yeah. Uh, don't get me wrong. I didn't like Gene Hackman as a uh, Lex Luthor either. Have Kevin, we ever, have Kevin we, Spacey was all right. I like Kevin, Kevin Spacey, Spacey just kind of played Wrong! Gene Hackman. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, Kevin Spacey was just kind of like Gene Hackman. Yeah, Gene I just Hack- like Kevin Spacey. I'm not a big fan. Um, Has there been but, a um, good live action Lex Luthor? I think 
A lot of people like the one from uh, Smallville. Smallville. You're right. The, yeah. He looks weird. He looks like he's like made out of rubber, like he was in a mold or something. Mm-hmm. He did the, ve- the voice for Flash on the Justice League. Really? He was in yep. Sorority Girls. I haven't seen that. Is that a porn? No. Oh. <laughs> well, do, I like the sound of disappointment in your voice. <laughs> Uh, I'm just going to go on a attention deficit tear here. Uh, oh, here we go. I think oh, Jeff boy. will agree with me, though, that with uh, Batman vs. Superman, it's very disappointing to see that movie and realize so far the best Superman fight on screen in cinema was still with uh, General Zod, Michael Shannon, in mm-hmm. uh, Man of Steel. Love that fight. Love Michael Shannon as Zod. That was uh, that was it. It was, it was a very satisfying Superman fight. For and me. there's yeah. there's still some good things though that we did get from this movie. Um, Batman. Ben yeah. Affleck is Batman. Ben Affleck was Batman. The Batfleck has ascended <laughs> to many's list of like their favorite Batman. Mm-hmm. This movie did uh, give me a lot of my favorite scenes. In yeah, like it has a lot of really cool moments. Well, that's the thing when you have a director whose specialty used to be music videos. Yeah, there's and a lot like of cool... Like, he's a very... Visual. Yeah, visual. He's yeah, very, he, yes, um, very good in cinematography. Doesn't overuse slow-mo, though he does use it a lot. It, yeah. I mean, and then... I mean, that's another thing you can say about uh, Batman v Superman is, is at least it looks nice. Yeah, it does look very nice. And some good. would say that cinematography-wise, it looks a lot better than a lot of Marvel movies. I could, I've actually, I could agree in specific scenes, although uh, he definitely ignores the laws of physics a lot more than a Marvel movie yeah. does, which is saying a lot. I actually had seen a, a video someone did, and it's kind of more subjective than anything else, but mm-hmm. talking about how uh, the title of the video was like, why do all of Marvel's movies look so bad? And they talk about how Nothing they have... subjective about They that. have like... A, they said they like the Marvel movies, but the way it's shot... You can look this up on YouTube, everybody, by the way, because I'm not going to do a terrible job explaining it right now. <laughs> but the way it's shot, you don't get your, like, blackest blacks. Like, the color, like the contrast is way off on a lot of Marvel movies, which is why you kind of always get, like, a like kind of a gray, muted tone to a lot of the movies. And I didn't really ever notice it until I was watching the video. I, I was like, like and I'm uh, thinking about it. I'm like, holy shit. And they're showing clips. Huh. I'm like, holy shit, they're right. Whenever I think of Marvel, I think of colorful, like. Lots of bright colors, and maybe it's just the costumes. And then they do like a comparison of like how it how it would look if the colors were, you know, vibrant and the blacks were, you know, super black. Is, is this watching it on Blu-ray? The Superior. Format? No, this is just in general. In general, how okay. the movie is shot. Because feel, we didn't. Um, we we honestly we didn't even get more. We didn't get with... blackest blacks until we got LED TVs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's, if, if, if you're referring to that in a movie standard. Like you're watching in a theater, you're not seeing black as blacks. Well, they're referring more. You're not to, seeing exactly. black at all. They're referring more to to the type of cameras that Marvel is using. You know, I think this I'm is more about a matter of personal taste oh, as gosh, opposed to it is a little thinking. bit. But um, and I mean, it's it's nothing that where I was like, mm. oh shit, Marvel <clears throat> movies look like garbage now. <laughs> but it was just something kind of interesting to see and and well, think about. Perhaps. Oh, well, I mean, well, did they compare any DC movies that weren't directed by Zack Snyder? I don't think so. Well, there you go. <laughs> that's, my director, that's one director versus uh, what? 70. Well, I don't really know if they really com- compared it to much of DC. It wasn't a whole comparison thing. It was yeah. just literally like. Didn't Warner Brothers DC say they were going for dark and gritty anyways from the beginning? Their movies were going to be very serious. Mm-hmm. And 
Uh, Marvel is well, from the beginning been very. <laughs> we're talking. Well, that's, us- that's thematic tone as opposed to actual literal color. Yeah, visual. Although to be fair, uh, it's funny because most people will say that Superman was too dark. It right. Like like literally the color scheme in it was too dark and in every sense of the term I guess you could say like the colors were too dark too muted. Um, but this is saying that they were so vibrantly black. It's, it's confusing. Yeah. Uh, you have to look up the video. Um, I, I will say, on, I mean, I have purchased, I did purchase it on Blu-ray. The Superior format. And I did, you know, I have to, tried to sit down multiple times to watch the extended cut. I've liked what I've seen of the added stuff. It, it does make it feel more coherent, but I have fallen asleep every time. <laughs> It's too black. It puts you in a sense <laughs> of safety and security. Like, like you're in the womb. Mm, I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> it's like your uh, Lazarus chamber. Then Any more thoughts on Batman v Superman? Zod I think where they went wrong was they named it Batman v Superman. Dawn of Justice? No, no, just that first part because that argument I've had with normal people, comic book nerds. Whatever would know, uh, Superman would win. Every Everybody. <laughs> and then they give us the fight of a lifetime. And it's like five minutes. Mm-hmm. It, it was a really good fight. Scene. It was a good fight. But yeah, but it was, I was uh, hoping I'd, you'd get like one fight where like Batman doesn't have his his suit. Yeah, and he gets right. his ass handed to him, and then later, it w- I think that would have cohesively made for more yeah. satisfying. It would have, like you said, it would have made the title make a little bit more sense. Right. Exactly. I was never a big fan of the title to begin with. It, it felt very no. long winded. Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, yeah, you don't need a paragraph long movie. You don't title. need an epic sh- movie title. <laughs> you should. I mean. Having an acronym for if your movie can have an acronym, if it's like a paragraph, then you're in trouble when it comes to a title for a movie. And a lot of people would say that the overall title of the movie is a great representation of the movie. Very long winded and Dis- disjointed <laughs> yeah. and not cool. Doesn't feel natural. Yeah. Um so eh. the uh the next movie we got was Marvel's Captain America Civil War. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I, I, can't, I, I can't gush about this movie enough. Excellent film. I mean, there's stuff you can nitpick over for sure because they had to uh, you know, put in 712 characters in it, mm-hmm. but I think it was a very well-done film. They couldn't have picked a better directing duo for it because I loved Winter Soldier so much. I'm... Have to toss a coin to say which I prefer out of the two movies between two and three. Uh, yeah, the, the Russos were definitely, I think, surprise MVPs for Marvel. They, yeah, they, they really like everybody. Kind of expected Joss Whedon to be the awe father mm-hmm. of the MCU, yeah. and the Russo brothers kind of took the ball and ran with it. Yeah, they directed. I think they did. Like I enjoy. They've done the probably two of the best. Yeah, they're my two yeah. favorite, and not just because I'm a huge Captain America fanboy. I mean, like. Um, I liked Captain America 2 better than I liked the first Avengers, which I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. The second Avengers was, I mean, it was okay. I, I was kind of disappointed in it. And You're then, not the uh, only one. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, it's true. And then um, the new Captain America was basically everything I wanted from an Avengers movie in a Captain America movie. And it was just like combining like a hamburger and a pizza and then was, like making it into a big burrito. And then I got to eat it and it was very good. Uh 
Go ahead, Tony. <laughs> I, I was just waiting for the analogy to wrap up. I wasn't sure where, but that was where I was going with. Because that. that just sounds like a whole night on the toilet for yeah, me. Sorry. <laughs> I was hungry when I thought of that analogy. What they did great about Civil War is you mentioned the characters. They made it, even though there was a lot of characters. It never, to me at least, it never felt overstuffed. Yeah, I didn't feel bloated or rushed. It still had a very natural progression and pace to it. It well, I, was coherent. Most of the characters, none of them really did anything too out of uh, character. Everybody had a purpose, really, for being. Mm-hmm. Some would argue that, like, Hawkeye coming in, you know, that kind of felt a little uh, half-hearted. And uh, Ant-Man, um, I mean, I, I agree that, you know, who wouldn't be a huge Captain America fanboy? Mm-hmm. So if making that for the basis of his joining the Civil War... I mean, it was bizarre and out of left field, but it wasn't. I wasn't just like, "Oh, come on!" It doesn't. It nothing take. It doesn't take you out of the movie. Yeah, it doesn't. In fact, it was hilarious, and everyone just yeah. accepted it instantly. Exactly. It was, it was hilarious and heartwarming. Gentlemen. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was just Tony. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. I'll just start. Um, yeah, I was uh, uh, really excited. Really excited <laughs> when I first found out that. Uh, Spider-Man was going to be, in, you know, the whole Spider-Man thing. Though Spider-Man was going to be in uh, Civil War, and uh, it was just going to be the big movie, you know, the next thing, to, the biggest thing since Avengers, and, mm-hmm. and it was. <clears throat> and to have the Russo brothers direct it, you know, it was just a dream come true. And it was on screen just from beginning to end. It's <laughs> I still cry when I think about it. <laughs> Finally, watch a it. Spider-Man that we all, you know, yeah. hoped for. Oh my gosh, this Spider-Man! There, and there was this Spider-Man. Some people, I mean, uh, I know uh, the 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 girlfriend Stephanie. Uh, she really liked yeah. Andrew Garfield. She really liked she, and I liked Andrew Garfield. I thought oh, yeah, he did a really good. I think I think he did. <laughs> I think he did a, a good job. He just got you know deal dealt a shit hand. Yeah, and it, it did kind of suck that he got didn't, he. Didn't get the right opportunity, mm-hmm. and he already had lost his chance to play Spider Man at that point. So it was because he's like forty six now. Yeah, and like it was kind of it was kind of rough. It was like, oh god, we're getting another fucking Spider Man three Spider Man. But <laughs> by the time you be set watch the movie and within that first you know scene of meeting him, it was like I accept this. <laughs> this is this is fine. One of Andrew us. who <laughs> <laughs> the interaction with uh, Tony and. Parker was everything I dreamed it would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell like, yeah. Just just like the the banter and the go between between the two characters was just like it was it was it was just like a dream come true and watching it just like I had this stupid ass smirk like just <laughs> wide as as all hell on my face. And I was just like, Oh my god, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I think my biggest complaint was with that movie. Was uh, they killed Crossbones, one of my favorite yeah. Captain America. Yeah, they could yeah. still bring him back. Uh, <laughs> they could piece him together. Like what, right. what, I don't work like that yeah. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. Um, one of the, one of the, probably one of my favorite Captain America villains. Um, and then Baron Zemo. Oh, yeah, that was my biggest complaint. I, when I first seen it, um, I thought maybe it was because of the Odover crowdedness that he didn't like kind of get the character development that he should have. But on further watching, I think I think he was 
a good Zemo in a different sense. Like he wasn't a Zemo in uh, uh, what we are used to seeing, but what he did and how he executed it and why he did it mm-hmm. was very Baron Zemo. Well, that's true. I mean, like um, they always are going to shy away from the Nazi super science villains, right. which sucks because they were the coolest part of I, uh, Captain I, America's. Uh, it's sad. The yeah. uh, well, then so one of the one of the biggest weaknesses out of the movie. Um, is is Marvel's continuous weakness, Not which killing is people. Well, which is villains. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the one thing yeah. that a lot of Marvel movies, aside from maybe a, like Loki. Yeah, yeah Loki. which is all I can think of. Well, the the villain, the are, Red Skull, is really good in the first. He was Avenger. good. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but for the most part, most of the villains in the movies have been pretty forgettable. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I don't think anybody here would would dispute. They normally kill them too. Yeah. Although I liked Ultron, I enjoyed his uh, his crazy diatribes he'd gone mm-hmm. oh, about. Yeah. Ultron was cool. Ultron I did like Ultron. I enjoyed the- Jeff Bridges. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Obadiah. 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 He was amazing. Uh, I don't. I don't think there was ever one that wasn't like super. Like it's. I don't think there was one that was super forgettable. But I am Ronan. Upset. Ronan. Huh? He was Ronan. Okay. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, no. I thought Ronan. Ronan. Uh, he was. He just to me. He just felt very one-dimensional. I agree. Well, yeah, yeah. he was a complete space tyrant. Like he was a space terrorist. Yeah, but like, like <laughs> you don't get much more zone. one-dimensional than that. I don't know. I, for me, he was just. He was just there. Well, but, I was a big Ronan fan in the comics, so I found it disappointing that they departed from his character usage in the cosmic Marvel pantheon. But. Mm-hmm. Um, that was that was my big thing, and, was and the fact that they killed him off. Spoiler alert! Made me sad. <laughs> and then like uh, the he's a big player in the galactic ordeal, and uh-huh. it's it's quite a bummer that he's not around. Yeah, he for was it. one of the heavy hitters in the annihilation event. The, uh, yes, the dark elves and Thor: The Dark World were also very. Oh yeah, what was that? There you go. I can't, even, I can't even yeah. think of the guy's name at this juncture. It, uh, it was really uh, Doctor Who. <laughs> was he a Doctor Who? Well, I mean, like the character. He, he was a Doctor. Which Doctor Who? Uh, the one before Tenant. Oh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, is that the one that wore the scarf? No, that was like the fourth doctor. <laughs> but uh, you look at, like I said with uh, Civil War or with uh, Batman v Superman. Like I have watched Civil War like multiple times in one week, and I don't feel ashamed about it. I was just sitting there like mm-hmm. I don't want to watch Civil War again. <laughs> <laughs> and that's like the best thing you can hope for with a movie is just replay value, mm-hmm. something you don't get burnt out on that you can sit down and watch all the time. I also enjoy the back and forth with Cap and uh, Stark Tony. Yes. Oh man. The and that that whole they did the conflict so well where it wasn't a clear like this person's right, this person's wrong. And it, it was very easy to see both sides of the argument. Team right. Cap. And there wasn't there, <laughs> you shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> um there wasn't ever like a, a a strict line in the sand between the two sides. Like Tony didn't want Cap in jail. Cap really didn't want to go against said things, but he can't mm-hmm. like live with know, himself. He, there was yeah. layers. Yeah, there it was never like just straight there narrow, like one side or the other. Like yeah. Batman v Superman, where it was just like, I don't like you. I don't like you. Yeah. I don't like yeah, how you do things. I don't like how you do things. And I and I and I got one of my favorite lines of I just want to punch you when you're perfect this, teeth. <laughs> this is the follow up to the movie he just did where he Dismantle. He uncovered uh, Shield as being Hydra, and they want him to sign papers right. to you know yeah. sign his. It was definitely the uh, wrong approach. And it, it, yeah, he even says in the movie, he's like, you know, the people are, are like, you know, talking about how yeah, this is 
people, government, you know, he's like people with agendas. Yeah. Yep. The safest hands are still our own. You know, and um, I, I'm with Jeff in the end. I still ended up leaning more towards Team Cap. Woo. Uh, he's got a shield after all. I do. <laughs> I stole it. <laughs> it's funny because I got Iron Man's helmet. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Civil War. Oh my God! New promo picture. I, I get to, I get to hit you. End. I get to hit you in the face that with the shield. Doesn't belong to you. You're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> my chair went up and down as I, I was doing I, the, I, the I, motion. I, I get to take your shield at the end because my dad made it. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I never told you this, but I actually have a metal arm. So uh, <laughs> <gasps> I'm pretty sure Hasbro made the shield. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the next movie on my list, because I actually think I have them in chronological order, which... Nice. <laughs> and list, that, was, that was all a happy you accident. You listed... It, what? That was all a happy accident. They're all in chronological order, like the movies that they were released. Oh, that's not your actual list list, though? No, no, oh, no, no, no. okay. Um, the next one on here, uh, we believe, was, I believe, was uh, Ghostbusters. I, I never so. saw it. I think so. I think are, are me and you the only ones that saw it? I think so. So this is going to be a quick conversation. <laughs> That's another uh, episode. If you go back and you look, our, our hit count's pretty good. Blew my mind. It's one of those ones where because we had different opinions of it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very it good to have two people with differing opinions on something like that. True. I That's disagree. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> I didn't like it. Yeah, uh, I didn't see it. I, you know, there was parts I, I'm not going to lie, there was parts I laughed, but most of them were from Chris Hemsworth. Uh-huh. And like he would do something really stupid, I'd be like, "That's funny," but then he'd do something <laughs> even stupider, and I'd be like, "Come on, yeah. like, um, like that nobody's that fucking stupid." I I felt the same way about that whole ordeal, and then like I was reading something that uh, Paul Feige said in a thing, and, you know, it's Kevin was a basically uh, a nod to every uh, '80s movie that had a blonde dumb secretary. Basically making fun of the fact I that... I can't even think of a movie with a dumb blonde secretary. Uh, nine to five. Um, hey, Dolly Parton's not stupid. And she was ditzy, though. Well, that's just Dolly Parton well, like, Dolly. It, there was a There was at times where, like, the you stupid... You just the woman. <laughs> the stupidness was so over the top sometimes. That, that like, was the point. It took me out of the movie. Like, I was like, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, you the, don't really... The phone is in the fish tank. <laughs> I mean, um... Having a comedy, a lighthearted comedy, and then you trying to put social commentary in it can be uh, a tr- sticky wicket, something that's hard to do and something that people won't necessarily get. He's infamous for that, though. I, th- I think it's kind of like a, you know, one of his like directing quirks. I think. I'm not defending the guy. I'm just oh, saying. Yeah, I'm saying I, I think it's like it's what he does. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not just like Zack Snyder hides penises all over the place. Hell yeah. Hides them. I, <laughs> they're 20 feet in the air, man. <laughs> There's no hiding a giant dong. <laughs> uh, I just, you know, I just, I, I, I gave it a shot. I don't know if I was already like, like partially already against it. So I just, I mean, I tried to remain open-minded to it. I mean, I, it's just the fact that they're women. I, I, Yes. No, uh, <laughs> I dislike, you know, I, I've stated before how I, how much I hate Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, I don't like her. I, um, I really don't like uh, most of the cast. Yeah, I, the the only real standout for me was uh, Holtzman. She was the only one that really stood out to me. She's pretty funny. She's one of, like, I'll watch her skits on uh, Saturday Night Live, and that's about it. Yeah. But, I mean, other than that, I mean, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> but I know you feel differently. I do. Um, 
it's weird because like I have a different perspective of the whole ordeal with this movie. It's uh, being a Ghostbuster. It was, <laughs> it was, um, it was a delightful surprise that I actually enjoyed it because leading up to it, I was very uh, against the whole ordeal. I remember that. Yeah, I was, I was, you know, I was heartbroken that they're, you know, remaking it and then the, the history of the Ghostbusters was erased <laughs> and all the other Carol stuff. And then Ramis. <laughs> I, I I I I think it was probably a week before I kind of dropped my my negativeness about it, and I said, "Okay, let's let's see what they got." And you know, all it was all like just negative reinforcement of media and shit of that nature, where you know, oh, nothing's gonna have it. Oh, it's riding the coattails of the old ones. And mm-hmm. then I was like, uh. I went and seen it, and it was actually there was a lot of like kind of tip of the hat to the originals, and like that was that was that won me over. Not to mention that you know the characters weren't annoying. I didn't find uh, Melissa McCartney like super, just like gag me retarded and annoying. Um, the gadgets were fantastic seeing them in action. There there was one thing you know they they trap one ghost in the whole movie, and then they release said ghost. They only trapped one ghost. Yes. <laughs> Um, wow. Bill Murray's cameo was probably the best thing. Uh, you know, I never even cameos. I never even caught the Harold Ramis one until people were posting oh, it on yeah. Facebook. Yeah, I, I caught it right away. And uh, then after the fact, after this movie, you know, we did we did the show with the Detroit Ghostbusters, and then I started teaming up with them. And um, here's the aspect that I'm seeing that like you guys uh, might not be seeing is. There are so many little girls coming in with the stripes on their like little Ghostbusters uh, true. costumes and everything, and just like kind of getting into the lure of Ghostbusters and all this stuff. And it's it's refreshing to see the life getting like br- breathed back into the franchise that was sadly slipping away from the new generations, mm-hmm. and uh, was pretty. You guys are distracting me. Um, <laughs> was was uh, it was it was it was an awesome thing to see. It all kind of like come to life again, and that that gave me a kind of another uppity about um, mm-hmm. the new movie. Like mm-hmm. I was kind of like, okay, you know what? I, I see what this was supposed to mean, and I, I get what it it stands for. And you have my 1984 Ghostbusters blessing. <laughs> To add to what you were saying, Tony, um, halfway through the movie, I did realize I was like, I see what they're doing. This isn't my Ghostbusters. Yeah. It'll never be my Ghostbusters. Right. But if if some other, you know, eight year old kid finds enjoyment in it, you know, who am I to rain on their parade? Uh-huh. But I, I'm, I'm not I, I I'm not going to pick it up. It, it's not gonna. It's, I'm just. It's not me, right? I uh, I do think a lot of positive things have come out of the uh, movie being released, especially in the uh, expanded universe. Uh, I mean, comic books wise, there's a lot to add to the lore. Yeah. And the fact that uh, they're doing a uh, crossover, which I knew was going to happen eventually. It March. Helps. It's, really cool. it's coming out in March. Yeah, it helps replenish the yes. Ghostbusters well. Yes. Making sure that doesn't dry up and that Ghostbuster still stays. Relevant. Well, we were in a drought since like uh, late '90s, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Extreme Ghostbusters. That was like the last though, and then we got our game. Yeah, you I know, like our, the- our essential unspoken Ghostbusters three. <laughs> um, 
So after that, um, I don't know if you guys seen the movie. Me and Jeff seen it together. I think it was we like the did. only movie we seen on here together. Was uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows? Yes, I did see it. Yeah, oh, you did. Didn't we? Did we walk to the? Uh, we did. <laughs> neither one of you drive. Of course, you walk there. I drive. I drove here. <laughs> um, I just have a broken down car seventy percent of the time. <laughs> if there was a movie that I could put on, you know, as far as the category of biggest surprise of the year, it would be uh, biggest surprise enjoyment of the year would be between like this and probably like The Conjuring Two. I did not see the Conjuring two, but it's definitely <laughs> the, like I like I enjoyed it so much. I don't know what it was. Did you pick it up? Out of the Shadows. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's a I really actually, fun movie. I actually picked up both movies in a turtle van. Oh, you got that one. Okay. For, it was like it was only like twenty bucks. Hell yeah! Oh, as you can see, it's actually right over there. Well, bring it <laughs> out. Let's play with it. The uh, <laughs> bless you. Gesundheit. Thank you. But I like I wasn't a huge fan of the first one. Never saw but it. But the second one, I, I enjoyed, like, Bebop and Rocksteady. They were beautiful. They were amazing. Yeah. It, was, it, was a, it was a fun time. It was. It was, like, stupid fun. It was, like, I yeah. get to turn my brain off for, like, an hour and 40 minutes and not worry that a fucking tree hit my house. <laughs> <laughs> it lets you escape shit reality is what you're telling us. And I get to just enjoy this movie. Like, mm-hmm. it's kind of the same, the same vein with the, the, the Ghostbusters thing where it's like, it's not necessarily my Ninja Turtles. Right. But I still enjoyed it. Like, I, I like that they scaled them down a bit. They uh, didn't have so much so shit extreme. all over them. And, uh, they weren't all eight feet tall. Yeah. They, I think they, they dialed down the, the, Characterness of him a little bit, like, yeah, they know. definitely did, and it was still over the top. It was, <laughs> but it, and Shredder looks fucking awesome. Yeah. Krang was for awesome. The, for like the thirty seconds he was in the movie, yeah. it was it had everything I wanted a Ninja Turtles movie to have in the eighties, like a turtle van that we never got. It had a turtle van. It had Dude, the, the turtle van was really cool. I liked yeah. how they did the turtle van. It was really cool. I shot those uh, the sewer lids covers, that like would just decapitate someone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they would straight kill somebody. Dun, dun, but. Uh, like I, we never. Like, I always wanted a Technodrome in the movie. I always mm-hmm. wanted Krang, Bebop, Rocksteady, and we got all oh, of that. So like man. the eight no. year old kid in me was like, fucking thrilled. We yep. didn't get no yeah. gravity boots though. That's true. But the Technodrome could fly in this one. Yeah. And also, uh, what was the name? The well, no, it didn't fly, did it? it like it was, it was like it was, levitating. It was like weird because it was like through terraforming. the portal. Yeah, through yeah. the portal. Though. Well, it didn't have tank treads on the bottom. Oh, it did. didn't. I don't think it did. I don't think no, you, I, think I think it just covered. But Which it makes cool. more sense anyways. Um, probably oh. the most disappointing <laughs> thing about the movie is that it didn't make a lot of money, so I no. don't think we're going to get a follow-up, unfortunately. No. It was it was because Johnny Knoxville did not do the voice of Leonardo in this one. Yes, he did. Did he? Yeah. Oh. What? I didn't know that. Yep. Did he have to pause to change his catheter every once in a while? <laughs> You've heard about that? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? When he split his ding-dong in that one uh, Jackass movie, now he has to wear a catheter. But yeah, that movie, like, Out of the Shadows was just such a surprise, like, enjoyment for me. And it's always mm-hmm. nice to go into a movie expecting shit, but you get something enjoyable. You yeah. know, you get some enjoyment out of it. It's like, yeah. it's like when you go to, like, a really bad buffet, and then you're like, oh, there's fried okra, and then you just fill up on fried okra. Everything's a food analogy with I'm you. I'm really hungry right <laughs> this, is what, saying, this is what happens when you try to keep yourself under 2,000 calories. You can become irritable, and all you do is talk about food. <laughs> yeah, I, I do talk I, about food I seriously, a lot. I really haven't enjoyed uh, fried okra? Ninja Turtles oh. related since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Since, like, the Nintendo days, like, the arcade. Turtles and 
in time. Oh, that's a really yeah, good one. Stuff my like toes, that. my toes. Maybe since like the third season of the Turtles show back in the day. There was a really good Super Smash Brothers ripoff that had uh, Ninja Turtles characters in it. I don't for care. For the PS2. That's mean. Stupid. <laughs> Thanks for the surge, by the way. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> You can always be uh, a surge. It's so cute. <laughs> shall, we, uh, shall we move along? He just does that because he yeah. knows I'm retarded. Uh, next up, we had X-Men Apocalypse. Uh, 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 did you guys like it? Uh, <laughs> I didn't this, see it. That was a <laughs> giant fucking piece of shit dog <laughs> I would tell you what I like nobody else. I don't think you're going to... You won't expect this, but I really liked Quicksilver. <laughs> <laughs> So did all of America yeah. because he looks straight out of Smallville. It was, it was everything I expected it to be. <laughs> yeah, that's what like I seeing the previews, I was like, oh sweet! I was like, uh, Psylocke's in it. She's she's probably only going to be in it for like ten minutes and have like six lines, mm. and that's what yeah. happened. Yeah. Oh, cool! Angels in it. Oh, he he has like four lines. <laughs> it was X three. It was a grander scale of X. It was a scaled yeah. down version of X3, I'd it say. Was, it was scaled down, but with yeah, bigger expectations so. yeah. because it's fucking apocalypse. Yeah. Bigger expectations. Oh, yeah. I see what and you did there. I just, I mean, hats off to Oscar Isaac. He he did, uh, he, he was very virtually unrecognizable as Apocalypse, but it, just that interpretation of the character was not... He did what a good job with what he was given. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it was not what I... Next time, go out and buy a comic book. <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't like to be that person that sits here and goes, it doesn't look like the comic book, or it's not like the comic book. <laughs> but it's it was so... Like, Apocalypse is such a badass character yeah. Yeah. in his own right, like, just alone, like, with what they have. And it was frustrating to see them, like, starting to kind of... They, they started off right with, like, the ancient Egypt... Right, uh, Lazarus Chamber type uh-huh. deal, but then to see it just kind of fucking fly off the, the cliff and like he's just walking. He has these weird power where he can like f- make people turn into sand, and it was just yeah. fucking oh, scary. Bizarre. Please don't turn me into sand. My worst fear. There's one thing that in the movie like that just really took me out of it was. Uh, there's a part where he's talking. He there's. He's there's he, there's some people like giving storm shit or something and he stops them and he kills one of them by having them like having the wall basically eat them. Yeah. Yeah. And then in the final battle, he kind of does it to Cyclops, but he doesn't finish the job. Yeah. He just like leaves Cyclops sitting there and it's just like are He's you right there? You, you fucking retarded? <laughs> and like like what what are you doing? <laughs> it's just It's his children. <laughs> it, the only redeeming thing about the movie, I think, for the most part, was uh, Michael Fassbender's performance. Yeah, of course. As Magneto. It's because he's even a then, badass M- Magneto. But even oh, then, yeah. like, they kind of just resorted him back to, like, oh, yeah, we have to try to find a way to make him evil again. Yeah. And then even after that, like, he, he kind of turns, and, and at the end, him and Charles are yuck-yucking and shaking hands. and oh, It's like, I'll forgive Charles, you again. Charles, you just <laughs> fucking murdered a bunch of people. <laughs> Again, yeah. and you're just you, oh, that's my um, buddy Eric. <laughs> <laughs> this was nice to finally get the Magneto with the uh, force field around him. That was everything cool. yeah. was yeah. so cool. Yeah. The magnetic fields, for God's sakes, around the Earth. Like <laughs> they were actually using 
Science? <laughs> science. Yeah, it's like science. Um, did you hear? Oh, beautiful. I don't know if it's true because I, you know, I couldn't get a hold of her and aim. But uh, <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence said that she would rather be in the next Guardians of the Galaxy than another X Men movie. But yeah, it was funny because there was a thing with her and Chris Pratt where they were like sitting down because they were in passengers and they're sitting down and they're, they're trying to assault each other. And he said something to her like, "How does it feel to be in the worst Marvel movie?" <laughs> <laughs> Wait, she, wait, hold on, hold on, rewind. She she said that to him? Or no, he, he said, said that, that to, to her. her. Okay. <laughs> he wow. doesn't pull punches. That's what I like about the guy. <laughs> um, and I think if you really think about it, I think the franchise-wise, the X-Men is probably the worst. For all the, the, for all the shit Spider-Man. that Spider-Man's done, <laughs> Yeah, I think I think the X-Men franchise, is, it's so inconsistent. It's the timeline's just non-existent. It's just, it's like, it's They've like done, they throw shit against the wall just to see what sticks. Right. They, they, th- good things have come out of these movies, but not enough good to More bad them. have come yeah. out of it. You know, like there was, uh, what's his face as Beast in three. Kelsey um, Grammer, yeah. Kelsey that, was, Grammer. that was a shining moment. Hell um, yeah. And it had a Sentinel in it, a real Sentinel. Well, the head of a Sentinel, anyways. <laughs> yeah, in the saying. danger room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The danger room scene was pretty cool. I still enjoy that just, one. Just, um. Get fucking Brian Singer off that shit, man. Yeah, man. No Quit, more. He's letting him helm that shit. He's, on, isn't he? he's yeah, trying he's to make what a comic book movie was like in 2000. Yeah. yeah, like almost 20 years ago. Like, that's. You, you got to step up your game quite your, a bit get now. Get your head out of your ass. Um, so, anyways, fuck that. Uh, <laughs> next up, we had Suicide Squad. Here's one where we also defer. Yeah. Yeah, like... Another uh, Batman versus Superman. I liked it. I liked it. It was... For the most part, I liked it. There was... Upon upon rewatches, there are things I don't like. I'm kind of in the same boat with Mikey. Every time I watch it, I find myself disliking Jared Leto's Joker a little bit more. It's funny, because I really like Jared Leto's Joker. Really? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I enjoy the interpretation. Or just saying that... To, to be different, me. yeah. No, it's because I, I, it's because I also like have metal teeth. The, <laughs> he has stupid ass tattoos all the, over him. You know what? They were they all tell a story. Okay, you just don't understand the meaning behind. What's the, the story be for the ha ha ha? He likes to by laugh by your nipple. <laughs> he thinks his nipples look funny, <laughs> and they kind of do. And the thing here's the thing: the look didn't bother me as much as the performance has started to like. The weird, like, growling noises he makes. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like, it's just... You want any beef? You want any beef? <laughs> and he's like, it's, wow, it's, you're such a very talented joker. <laughs> it's uh, unsettling. That's, that's what I like well, about isn't, it. Wasn't that his, like, direction? Yeah. I don't know. But like, it, it makes you kind of feel awkward? Like, oh, God. I think it, I but I think it's the wrong kind of awkward. For me, it's like it's not. I think oh, it man, was threatening Mike's sexuality. <laughs> For me, it was just kind of like this is <laughs> too sexy. Not. <laughs> it was very. It was by far the most sexual joke. It, the part where he sat on the guy's lap yeah, and he kissed I, his rings. Like yeah. I can tell you meant it. <laughs> See that I loved. I thought it was really funny. There was depictions of that kind of Joker though. I mean, oh, Frank yeah. Miller's Joker yeah, was kind true. of flamboyant. He, he, yeah. would wear, he would wear lipstick and you know kiss people to kill them. Yeah, I yeah. think the biggest thing I disliked is just like that pseudo like. Gangster boss type vibe uh, that he had. Like, you know, that's I, just what I think didn't jive with me. That's very funny because that's like what I like the most about it. I enjoyed the new <laughs> interpretation as uh, having the Joker as the crime boss of Gotham. I thought it was a really interesting and different take. That, better, uh, better than seeing another Valcone? 
Yeah, exactly. Like, um, it was definitely something that I didn't expect at all, and I didn't think it was poorly portrayed. I thought they had a good a- acting chops behind it. Really like the uh, you know Heath Ledger tearing apart the uh, crime syndicate. Uh, yeah, for Gotham and uh, Christopher Nolan's. You know, and that's look at me. <laughs> I think they tried. I feel like they tried too hard. Why don't to we be chop you up and feed you your pooches? Then we'll see how hungry <laughs> a loyal dog really is. I think they tried too hard to be different. You know, just have him stand out from different, Nicholson but yet the same. Ledger. There was parts where I thought he sounded kind of like Ledger's Joker. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that was on purpose. I'm still holding to my guns that the only reason this movie came out was to get Harley Quinn out in the spotlight. Yeah. yeah. That was legitimately my feeling. And even even more... As I've watched it again, I, I I just feel like they were like, you know what? We can make a lot of money off of Harley. How do we introduce her? Well, there's the Suicide Squad. Nobody cares about well, 90% of them, so <laughs> there you go. A, it was a good way, too, to introduce other characters. Like, Captain a lot Boomerang. A lot of people leave it. got the fucking shaft. There's a lot of people that liked Captain Boomerang. I know. I really liked I liked him. him. I wanted pe- more of him. Um, and, uh, he actually had a decent amount of screen time compared to some of the others. In the extended cut, there's more, though. Really? Yeah. Oh, neat. Getting, um, they finally got to introduce Slipknot. <laughs> <laughs> we did get mouth. We did get a live action version of Killer Croc. Yeah. Which was weird. Yeah, yeah with the, a really bad dubbed over. Yeah, dialogue. that was the worst <laughs> part of those. I want BT. <laughs> I feel like they fixed it a little bit for the Blu-ray. Did they? The superior I format? I feel like it because there were certain there was parts <laughs> where I'm like, oh, that didn't sound as bad as I remember. But there's other parts that I'm like, like the part where he says something about wanting to watch the B, like BET, like that part still sounds really bad. I enjoyed watching him watch BET and there was a Tech Nine video playing at the time. (laughs) It made me really Um, happy. You all just tourists. (laughs) I live underground. (laughs) 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 Fucking weird, man. I could not do it. The the bizarre like interpretation of Enchantress. Oh, I love the Enchantress. Yeah. What's her name? Kara Devine. She's an odd duck. Oh, I love her. I I, yeah. She has a my um, cup of tea. She has an amazing talent for finding people's nipples. She does. Yeah, she (laughs) was so funny. And she's gonna be in that um, Valerian and the City of a Thousand Worlds movie. That movie looks so good. I really. It's from the director of uh, The Fifth Element. You should check it out. Oh. And it definitely looks, you can we'll tell it's from the same director. Um, That's excellent. Um, I didn't like uh, the uh, I didn't like uh, the voice, the voiceover for her character. Oh, the I weird husky too. voice. Yeah, that yeah. was kind of strange. Hey, guys. Bow to me, child. <laughs> Especially when she's like, you don't have the balls. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That part was eh. I enjoyed one thing. I really enjoyed the character design for the most part. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I really liked um, even like the what was it? The Enchantress's brother in it. Like I liked his character design a lot. I really liked when he hit things with his weird tendrils and they would turn into like melted glass. I thought that looked really cool. The villains in the most part in the movie were really forgettable. They definitely took a page out of Marvel's book with that. And uh, yeah, I um, was like through the whole movie, I felt like nothing was truly at stake. Well, yeah. I could, it was weird. Like the whole world's at stake, and you couldn't even really tell. Yeah, yeah. and like they had aircraft yeah. carriers getting ripped in half in the last like five minutes of the film. I was this like, what? <laughs> was another movie that it was also uh, a victim of editing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there was like six seven, cuts of this. seven, eight, oh, nine oh movies. Too, too many fingers in the pot. And uh, they, they, I mean, too they tried cooks. to, <laughs> they tried to go the Batman v Superman route where they released a, a 
extended director's cut, and I honestly can't even notice. No, it. There's a yeah, there was a, there's, there's a little bit more of the Joker three Harley. minutes of Joker and Harley, um, but other than that, like there's not there's not a whole lot. There was going a couple on. scenes where uh, they're like wa- they're walking to their destination. And oh, and do, like yeah, there's more interaction. Yeah, oh, where, where I felt right, like yeah. that was probably like needed, like because they didn't feel like a team, and all of a sudden they pulled together like a team, and I was like, well, they barely talked. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what the hell? It's my family but now. The thing about this movie that is different from Batman v Superman is even though it got, like, blasted with re- bad reviews, somehow it still managed to make a shit ton oh, yeah. of money for what was expected. Yeah. Harley, Harley Quinn. Well, <laughs> yeah, but also, I mean, it was, there wasn't as bad word of mouth yeah. of uh, this. Fans loved it. Uh, as much as there was Batman yeah. v Superman. There that wasn't. Was actually, there was a few cosplayers that I I don't know where I, how I got on track with it, but they're big on cosplaying as Harley Quinn, and they hated the portrayal of Harley Quinn in. Um, oh boohoo! What you call it? Oh, sorry. Somebody has a different opinion. <laughs> no, no actually, I just I, I liked Harley Quinn's portrayal. I loved the look. They uh, also hated the new Fifty Two version of Harley Quinn too. I hate all the uh, comic interpretations of Harley Quinn for the most part. I really don't like the character design. Not even the Mad Love? Oh, yeah. Well, Mad Love, of course. But that's because it's, you know, the animated series <laughs> right. design. I there are like always, what... there's gonna, always going to be, you know, they're never going to directly fully do, uh, at least for so, a lot of characters, what's in the comic. You have your exceptions, like your Deadpool, mm-hmm. which they landed that, like, spot on. Mm-hmm. Superhero landing. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, like, I, as far as you thinking about, like, you think about what Harley wears in the comics, which is basically just a skin tight jester suit. Well, like for combat wise, it isn't practical. How? Well, for, skin, a lot of characters wear skin tight suits. Yeah, well, and there a lot of them are changed in the movies. Not Spider Man. Spider Man now has changed. No, it looks a lot like the 1960s suit. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying, when you Captain Boomerang wears a trench coat, that's not that's true with a unicorn in it. That's not with a unicorn. Yeah, feasible in a battle. I don't know. They used to wear trench coats in the trenches. Yeah, wild, that's wild why west. they're called trench coats. <laughs> wild Wild West. Will Smith. It comes back around. That's right. Well, I was actually wild referring wild to the west. actual Wild Wild oh, West, no. not not the movie. See, no, you, you used the word giant. wild once too many times. <laughs> We we can do that. I got the uh, the sunglasses from Burger King when they came out when Wild Wild West came out. What the spectacle sunglasses? Because they were doing like a promotion. Uh huh. You could pay two dollars and you get Wild Wild West sunglasses. I wore. Um, <laughs> it didn't work with my face structure though, so I got rid of them. Oh, it didn't contour your face well? No, my face is too round to wear round glasses. Mm. Yeah. Suicide Squad wasn't. A terrible movie. It wasn't a great movie, but it was enjoyable. I thought it was a fun popcorn uh, comic book movie. Yes. Yep. Yeah, it certainly is. You know, it's got a few, uh, a few interpretations aside and, and stuff like that. You see the flash. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that was one good thing. Uh, seeing that little bit of the flash kind of... Kind of gave me a little bit of hope for the flash. That was before well, I've, the I've, director jumped, you know... I've had... Gone. I mean, oh, yeah. seeing right. the Justice League trailer... Gave me kind of hope for the Flash. Ocean's Eleven, Justice League. Yeah. <laughs> Heard you talk to fish. <laughs> um, so after that, it was it was a it was a quiet quiet period, and then we got Doctor Strange, which 
was Marvel's biggest gamble to date and paid off dividends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone loved it. The critics loved it. The fans loved it. It was just another home run for Marvel. Like that's that's the best you can say. Like I'm kind of pissed I haven't gotten to go see it again. Yeah, I saw it twice. It's one, just once sober, once drunk. Unfortunately, when movies like that come out around like the holidays or close to it, it's it's. Oh. It becomes harder to like get out and like actually see movies multiple times unlike in the summer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh I loved it. Because you don't want to, it's so cold outside. <laughs> Maybe it's uh, cold outside. I loved Tilda Swinton in it. It's mm-hmm. funny the controversy around her being the ancient one. I'm like, well, because she's not uh Asian. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, I uh in the comic or in the they've shuffled around race and gender so much in the Cinematic universe, I really don't understand what the big hoopla yeah. is about. Because, I mean, like, look at Baron Mordo in it, for instance. Yeah. Right. In the same damn movie, I mean, no one raised a stink, I don't think. Nope, not that I heard of. I don't think it's that big of a deal. As I, you should pick it for the actor, not for, um, like, if it fits in the movie that they're trying to make, I don't think there should be, you sh- it should matter what race, creed, color, or what have you they are. As long as they can act. As long as they're white. I mean, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Tilda Swin's a phenomenal actor. She's White one of my favorite. <laughs> um, and like you said, we were introduced into the realm. Oh, actually, we weren't even recording when we talked about this. We were talking about it before, but we got the other Infinity Stone, mm-hmm. which was the Time Stone. Yes, the Eye of Agamotto. Am- yes, the Eye of Amaretto is uh, Amaretto. The Eye of Alamo. I get the Eye of Amaretto Alamo. when I wake up in the morning. Um, uh, it had one of the most original final boss battles of any movie I've ever seen. It was fantastic. It was, it was interesting. Yeah. I was laughing pretty hard with the repeat scenario. <laughs> I was I was laughing pretty hard at that. It was one of those few movies that like you could like we used to do this as like a joke. Like if you were leaving a theater or something like that. Like if you're leaving like Captain America, you could leave and be like. Yeah, so Captain America died. <laughs> it's one of those few movies like yeah. you could you could say that like, like hey, so Doctor Strange died, and you're not lying. It was just like in like uh, the first Thor movie. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd be like, Thor died. Oh yeah, <laughs> but he came back. But he came back. Um, and Why then we have did I get... never pulled that? <laughs> have you uh, pulled it? Yeah, I walking pu- out and going, well, so and so died. Yeah, I forget who I did it with. I Holy might have been with you. What did the line people do? I don't. Hopefully, I don't know if they heard me or if they just didn't. You know, care. Oh, sometimes, damn. like when you're going in, like you're just so ready to go. You're not. Or sometimes, like I know if I'm waiting in line for a movie, like I purposely tune people out as they're leaving, uh. because I'm like some asshole's gonna walk by and be like, somebody died. <laughs> <laughs> Snape killed Dumbledore. <laughs> Han Solo died. Fucking shut up! I don't want to talk about that. Uh, Still mad at that person. And we did get. Uh, Thor cameo like at the end credits, which mm-hmm. I think might that be actually from. I think it's Loki. I don't think it's Thor. The Thor movie. There is a theory that it's Loki. I heard that Doctor Strange was actually Loki the whole time. <gasps> the plot twist. I did like that he had the yellow gloves on though. Yeah, uh-huh. that was a cool little nod. And I'm like, I'm actually holding out now too because they have like the Hot Toys Doctor Strange that's coming out, and he looks fucking phenomenal. But I'm like, you want a Cumberbatch? We'll hold off on that. Hmm. Wait until uh, maybe a little more Christmas. updated costume. Um, but another home run for Marvel. Killed it. Can do no wrong. And then, uh, Visually, it was stunning. Visual. Oh, my gosh. The part where he had like the little hands coming out of his fingers. Uh-huh. The fractal crazy. hands, yeah. It was like you oh. were on acid. I was about to say, like, I wish, I kind of wish I could do drugs and go see it. 
But sadly, I can't. You can, my friend. <laughs> Here, reach into my coat pocket. <laughs> uh, oh, my fingers are turning into hands. <laughs> I wish, like, I wish there was more of that too. Like, just like, yeah, that's oh. one thing I was, uh, the, I was hoping for more Mystic Realms and stuff like that. But you know, it's it's there a debut be. film. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to get like stuff carried away. Story. You know, uh, they're already talking about. Be. Uh, they've already talked about, you know, possibly for the next movie going into more realms and universes. Mm-hmm. and Hopefully, They didn't want to make the audience throw up either. Yeah, that's always a bad thing. I watched right. the movie in 3D. Like, Whoa. Oh, <laughs> yeah, man, 3D, that uh, scene at the end with uh, Dormammu. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> Voiced by Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. Dur- he voices Dormammu as yeah. well? Yeah. Wow, that's funny. Yep. What, the only thing I didn't like the mo- about the movie so much was the uh, his introduction was pretty much like watching uh, Doctor House. Like his character is almost exactly the same. I felt. he sounded like Doctor yeah, House. He t- like he, he sounded, sounded like Hugh Lowry. Yeah, it was like, also could, like some people yeah. say that it was kind of like a, it was almost like an Iron Man esque. It was very much story. It was very much like Iron Man. Like you could see a formula that uh, Disney Marvel is definitely like. Well, this will make us money, so might as well. So you know, there's been a theory that they're maybe molding him. To be the next Tony Stark Iron Man. I hope not. To like, carry uh, the MCU. I like, you know. The I next like, poster boy. <laughs> it's a weird fit, but I mean. Uh, girls go gaga over him. Yeah, I don't understand true. it. Because he's a bizarre looking man. Yeah, his eyes are like three feet apart. It's, it's true. It's the way he carries himself, Mike. With a cape. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in the cape. Um, and the, the last movie we had was Rogue One, Star Wars, a Star Wars story from Star Wars. And we come Wars. full circle. <laughs> and we come, stole, we come full circle. Uh, this was a, one of the last episodes we did. Uh, a movie that we were divided on. I loved. I only en- liked what he's seen. I did. I enjoyed Still, I haven't it. got to see that last half hour. <laughs> I liked it. I thought it was a pretty good. And Mikey, yeah, I Mikey hated it. I just all of his burning passion. I liked it, you know, overall, I, and um, I really just, uh, you know, got excited for the Darth Vader moments. Yeah, what, what there was. Yeah. Could use more Darth Vader. Could use more cowbell. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I, we don't have much to say about this one just because we just yeah. talked about it like <laughs> two weeks ago. Fresh. Actually, so. I just, I went and saw it last night. You did? Yeah, I took my brothers to see it. My little oh, brother yeah, you told me, yeah. had on his Darth Vader shirt, and when Darth Vader was on screen, he was started freaking out and unzipped his coat and was like, <laughs> oh, my shirt! Like, you know? And it, was like, uh, it was just, you know, it was so exciting. Uh, so, you know, that is the, the best Darth Vader that's ever been on cinematic screen. It's just like, you why know? does he move so slow then in episode four? <laughs> his heart just yeah. isn't in it by then. Yeah. He's become a, a shell of his former self. That's right. He's just so tired. Um, <laughs> within the, like, the you know, span of a uh, couple days or whatever between mm-hmm. the end of that movie and the beginning of episode four. Uh, and and that, was, that was the year of movies. There was other, you know, films I had seen on the side that like were... Magni- Magnificent Seven. Magnificent really Seven good. was good. Passengers was enjoyment. Uh, I saw Fantastic Beasts. And I didn't see that. I've seen uh, Independence Day Resurrection. Oh, that was that was good too. Yeah. I, I I got a button from it. Did you? <laughs> yeah, the um, what's it called? The Earth, uh, it's like Space Force or whatever. The, oh, the, it's yeah, a, I got the button. So, uh, Tony, how you said you had had yours ranked? Mm-hmm. Let's hear this ranking. You want to go from one to nine or nine to one? Nine to one. Nine to one. 
Nine to five. It's like David Letterman right now. Number nine. <laughs> yeah. Please don't shout. That hurt my ears. X-Men Apocalypse. <laughs> Number eight. Suicide Squad. Number seven. Team and T out of the shadows. Number six. <laughs> Doctor Strange. Ooh. Number five. Batman v Superman. The only thing that saved that one was the extended cut. <laughs> Number four, Ghostbusters. Number three, Rogue One. Number two, Civil War. And number one, Deadpool. <laughs> we have some similarities. If uh, if you go back and listen to our review for Deadpool, I said there will not be a movie this year that topped it for me. <laughs> That still holds true. Um, for me, uh, we have some similarities, but we also have some very big differences. I figured we might. <laughs> uh, for me, uh, number nine, uh, Ghostbusters. <laughs> uh, number eight, uh, X-Men Apocalypse. Number seven, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Out of the Shadows. Number six, Suicide Squad. Number five, Batman v Superman. Once again, like you said, Director's cut kind of saved that one. Right. Uh, number four, Doctor Strange. Number three, Deadpool. The big two. Uh, <laughs> number two would be Rogue One, followed by Civil War. Number one. Oh, you're nothing. Really like- nothing could. Nothing for me could top Civil War. Like I love that movie so much. Um, yeah. Yep. Woo. I didn't see all these movies, so I don't think it's fair to make a. Although my favorite was definitely uh, Civil War. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Magnificent Seven was probably my second favorite movie of the year. <laughs> Chris Pratt killing it. He did. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't uh, see it. Shut your mouth. I'm he, very well, conflicted spoiler alert, he my... shoots people. <laughs> I'm very conflicted about my, uh, you know, my most favorite movie this year. I Really, I just have... Decisions uh, it's, it's scare definitely Mikey. between um, Deadpool and uh, Civil War, just because uh, D- Civil War was so exciting. Like, mm-hmm. just in my you're wearing a Civil War even. shirt right now. It's yeah. true. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And uh, Deadpool, I've wanted since I was like 13 years old. Sexually, this movie. You know, I knew this was gonna be. This movie that we saw, this Deadpool movie, <laughs> I knew I've I've dreamt of this since I was a kid. So, um, <clears throat> you know, I was very very happy about it all. Sorry, I moved. Excuse me, I'm not done yet. <laughs> and uh, uh, Batman vs Superman, you know, that was it. It has its, its flaws, but. Uh, um, you know, I, I think they did a good job with, uh, some cinematography. Um, it does have a few of my favorite scenes, uh, comic book wise and comic book movies. Um, uh, I love the moment with, um, uh, kid Bruce Wayne being pulled out of the, uh, <laughs> the bat hole, the bat cave rising. One, from one the, of the scenes that people complain about the most, actually, it's fun. Like... Really? Very, yeah, well, they always say it's really bizarre, which it is. It's very bizarre. Yeah. 
Ooh, I like that scene. It's pretty yeah. metaphorical for me. So, it's like that stuff, man. I really like to see... I like uh, the moment where you see... Uh, well, um, Bruce Wayne zooms in with his uh, bat vision to see uh, Superman and Zod uh, flying through all the debris in the sky, just bringing terror to the city and... Uh, you just see Superman and Zod just holding each other, just flying. <laughs> That's just a beautiful moment. Uh, just a scene right out of uh, Man of Steel from 2013. If I had a, a gun to your head and told you to pick your favorite one of the year, what would it be? Favorite one of the year? Yeah, your favorite movie. Yeah. One if movie. you had a gun into my head. <laughs> right, that is what I he would said. just tell you to pull a fucking trigger. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, things got black around here real fast. <laughs> That's right. That's right, <laughs> baby. All my problems will be over. It. Do, no, it. Uh, do it. You won't fucking do it. I shall become more powerful than you ever imagined. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, if you I definitely had a gun to my head and I had to pick one. Um... Let's see, what have I watched the most? Well, I probably Civil War. Civil War is Correct. all happy, happy, happy. Three out of four nerds agree. <laughs> um, it's got everything. It's just, it's got way too much. Uh, Deadpool is a lot, you know, for me. It's, um, you know, a personal favorite. And not just that, but it's... It's just everything. Everyone should love Deadpool. There should be a church for Deadpool. Hmm. I'd go. I think there is probably. Probably. Um, but um, a church of mercy. You know, being a low budget yeah. thing that the it church was. Of the, Holy uh, the big budget. The, this big budget uh, Civil War thing was. You know, to see Giant Man and Spider Man and all that. The airport <laughs> scene alone. Hell yeah. Yeah, the airport scene was awesome. Best fight scene of any. Uh, there's things movie. in that scene the I can debunk. Final <laughs> battle between uh, Iron Man and Captain America. Did the, did the properties just of the awesome. airplane not obey the laws of physics at all? Um, not at all. I really love the moment when Friday is like, uh, you can't I really, win hand to hand. Yeah. Him. I really like Friday. Like, yeah. When Friday came on the scene in Age of Ultron, uh, I didn't know if I could ever replace Jarvis, but right. Civil War, it showed me that Friday is could be just as good, if not Plus, better. Plus, we have Vision now. Yeah. <laughs> well, That's Vision's decent. not Jarvis, though. Nope. Well, he can, no, he can He can cook really shitty pepper cash. Yes. He still has a soothing voice. He it's does. True. It is true. And, they, and he can force you to stay in a compound now. And he doesn't understand privacy. <laughs> I was really hoping that... But he also dresses from the gap. <laughs> <laughs> what I was hoping for was to them to make that robot arm from the first Iron Man movie uh, an official Avenger. The robot arm? Yeah, the robot arm that was helping him out. Oh. Um, the one that he built in college. We're done. Yes, we're going to wrap it up today. We got New Year's plans to get to. I'll be down in Detroit. Yeah. Um, Rocking the ball. That was the year that was. We uh, spent a lot of money at the movies. We spent a lot of uh, time and grief over these movies. Yeah, and we're gonna do it all again. Somebody next some, year. Some ruined friendships for about a week. That's why Cody hasn't been on the show. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was. Actually, um, he was. He was team uh, Hawkeye. <laughs> next week uh, will be probably a shorter show, but we'll go through and we'll talk about all the stuff that's coming up. Next year that we have to look forward to, and it's 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 not slowing down. It's going to be another crazy ass year. Eight, nine. I can't remember what the count is. It's a lot. 
So until <laughs> next divorce. Until next time. Uh, I am Mike. I am I, Jeff. Sorry, Tony. And I am obviously Tony. <laughs> uh, happy New Year, everybody. I'm Mikey. I'll see you next year. <laughs> we'll see you next time on Kapowcast. Ta.